You're listening to the best of the Armstrong and Getty Show. Featuring our podcast, One More Thing. Get more info at armstrongandgetty.com. How many years ago was it that we did the virtual reality thing where the guy came in and set up the... That was maybe three years ago? That was early in uh, Positive Sean's tenure, so what was that, Johnny? Do you remember? About three three to four, somewhere in that range. And that's, in the world of technology... A very long time. Wagon train. And, it, and yeah, and it was very, very cool when we did it. Yeah, I loved it. We, we put on, what did we put on, goggles or a helmet? Yeah, goggles, and we were in this force field created by uh, various pieces of gear. Yeah, specifically, you guys used the HTC Vive, one of the two bigger, uh, it's the, the, the Coke and Pepsi of, of virtual reality is the Vive, and then the Oculus Rift, mm. uh, owned by Facebook. Yeah, I got more on that because I experienced some of it over the uh, vacation. So you went to, I just saw you tweet about, Oh, my, my silent disco. What's a silent disco? So this is um, uh, something that was my first time at one of these, but it's essentially your, your typical just kind of dance club sort of thing. But instead of speakers playing the music, everybody has headphones. There's three different stations uh, that you can choose from. Oh, so you don't all have to listen to the same song, right. obviously. And, and the, the I, I have a better chance of dancing if I get to choose a song I like. The headphones are kind of color-coded, too, so you can... so if. Everybody with the red light on their headphones is listening to the same station. Tennessee Everyone, Waltz. Blue light. Tennessee Waltz. Exactly. So if you're waltzing with my darling, you don't attempt to dance uh, with someone doing the jitterbug. Exactly. <laughs> um, but uh, but yeah, so it was fun. I stayed there for maybe, I don't know, 20 minutes, just enough uh-huh. to kind of get the, get, oh, this is kind of quirky and weird and people kind of dancing with no audible music uh-huh. uh, around them. But it, it's it's this new kind of internet trend that I'm noticing of Ways that people get to be alone together. Um, I see it a lot with, uh, you know, kind of gaming groups. That's where I experience it the most, where we're all in our homes, but we're playing together and we're right. on voice communications and we're talking and we're engaging. We just don't have the physical eye contact. This kind of makes it one more step further where, all right, now we're socializing, but we still have this weird kind of isolation. Why will we ever leave our homes in the future? That's an excellent question. Because we'll all <laughs> die of, of loneliness and sadness. And I think this kind of fits in that there were several virtual reality things at theme parks and stuff that we went to uh, with the kids. Like, maybe the coolest ride that we did at Legoland was, uh, you know, put on this eye mask thing and and you didn't really move very much. You were in some cars that kind of moved you around, yeah. but most of it was... The immersed in the visual, what was going on? Thing. Right. If you had to add just a little physical stimulation with the uh, neurological stuff they got going in through your eyeballs and your ears, that's enough. And then in Las Vegas, in one of the casinos, uh, the Venetian, they had a um, a virtual reality Star Wars thing that I didn't do. My son did because it was forty dollars a pop, and I thought I, yeah. I would have done it seven times. I know I, <laughs> he can do it; he'll love it. But I I don't really need to do this myself. But anyway, it. Uh, it was his favorite thing that we did practically the whole trip, and it was a super high-end virtual reality thing where he put on a suit and had a thing that was a gun, and he went with some other people. They were stormtroopers and fighting bad guys, and he said it was oh, just wow. amazing. So these other people are like in full stormtrooper costume yeah, gear? Yeah, wow. and he said it was just it was just absolutely blew his mind. I mean, he came out of there, his mind blown. So was it like laser tag or was it VR? Were there actual VR? Yeah, You're, so, he was in a right. room, but it, it it seemed like he was surrounded by people. He was right. fighting yeah. in a room, and then they went out of the room, and then we're on, they're on the planet surface, and they're out in the desert, and they're fighting oh everything. My God, like that. I'd do that. Oh yeah, and uh, and and I kind of wish I'd have done it just to see where they are now because I know where it was three years ago, and this was a super high end. I'm guessing since they're charging forty people forty dollars a pop and running people through, and everybody was coming out with their mind blowing. I was just thinking. 
the future, clearly, of amusement parks is just a bunch of rooms. I mean, you could have it. In, maybe that's what will bring back strip malls. <laughs> you know, the shoe stores are leaving, but they'll be that will be an amusement park. That square building there, all they need mm. is a parking lot. Because all you and need an is an internet connection. An internet yeah. connection, and you go in a room and put on a headset, and you can flip and do anything. So what's the state of it, Sean? What am I going to sp- Are you up on it? Like, Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, um, so what am I going to spend? How good is it at this point? So if you're getting one of the, the full rigs, kind of the either the HTC Vive that we used or the full-on Oculus Rift. I'm uh, not doing no damn Facebook crap. No, but Go to hell, Zuckerberg! So those ones still require very powerful uh, computers to actually run the programs on them. But uh, specifically, the Oculus, uh, the Oculus Rift just released their thing for under 200 bucks. It's self-contained. Requires no other smartphones or computers to power it, and it's just uh, it's the goggles you put on. Um, I haven't experienced this one myself. It's not uh, it's not quite up to the the high end rigs that that are powered by you know couple grand worth of computer parts, um, but it's it's a really interesting uh, way to dip your toes in into the virtual reality thing, kind of get used to it, see what people are talking about, and it's the it's the cheapest entry point that I've seen so far. Yeah. The other one that w- was close is the PlayStation. Had a VR thing, but that was uh, close to three, four hundred dollars. I think yeah. this is even cheaper than that one. Well, I don't. You know, I'm willing to spend a f- fair amount if it's going to be, I mean, like crazy cool, fun stuff. You know, fighting games and shooting games mm-hmm. and bow and arrows and, and and the rest of it. Also, you know, the educational stuff. You can walk on the moon or or you know you know whatever. Jack explored a shipwreck. What if it was an actual shipwreck? You right. know, you can. Swim through the Titanic. Right. Well, we, we went on a dune buggy ride in Las Vegas. I don't see any reason why we actually have to go out into the desert and ride dune buggies if we can put on this headset. You jiggle me around in the seat and throw some sand in my face. Right. It'd be the same thing. And it, a friend of yours stands next to you, and if you, like, brush up against a cactus, they stick you with pins. <laughs> so you get the full experience. Has anybody, um, and there were virtual, we just did that one, there were, we walked by 50 different Virtual reality options. Oh, so, okay. so really? Las Vegas. Oh, yeah. They're really? all over the place. That's huh. why I think this is going to take over. And I think it'll come like just as an avalanche. Once it, you know, certain price point or technology point or something, it's just going to be everywhere. Yeah. Every mall, every, like I said, virtual amusement parks. And you won't, everybody will have access to them. They can be anywhere, any weather, you know, anytime you well, want. I'm buying my own because I don't want nobody's ear goo on my headphones I'm wearing or their eye scum or anything. <laughs> I didn't, you know, I was in Vegas their with oily a oily skin. Ugh. I was doing only kid-friendly stuff in Vegas, but do they have, are there any virtual yes. strip club sort of things? I was yes. th- why would you have, why would you hire a real 20-year-old to dance when you can be sitting there and what's your favorite height, weight, size, whatever, and you punch it in, they're as real as anything else dancing right in front of you. I guess you ruin the illusion that you're going to date them someday. But oh, uh, this one's really into me. <laughs> I don't know why that hasn't happened yet. Yeah, huh? So Where, it's where's in, Marshall, by the way? Because he saw Fatima do the dance of the seven veils back in. <laughs> What, the what, what was the need for that? What just, drove that? What, what, sad, what, what sadness in your psyche <laughs> drove that shot at what his now? age? I just, I wondered where he was. So to me, the next big leap that will make it much more popular, at least from the on the consumer basis, is kind of this the the light scale version of the Oculus just released. Where because right now I'm physically tethered to a computer. When I'm playing the the VR stuff at my place, and when you Marshall. when you get the the ability to walk around and not feel like you're you have a leash on, 
it, it that's going to be a next step of of kind of full immersion. Right. Um, and there's already working on, there's a lot of companies that are working on these omnidirectional treadmills. So I just stand in place and I can move any way I need to in the game, but physically I'm not actually going anywhere. Oh, that um, sounds good. Uh, haptic feedback suits where if I'm, if I'm playing a boxing game and somebody hits me in the ribs, I, yeah. I feel a little pressure on my, well, on my wow. suit. Like, yeah. So these things are, th- th- those things are probably still quite a ways away. But those are still some of the advancements that are that are being worked on in in the the lunatic fringe God, circles. It's, it, there are unforeseen consequences that I can only guess at, but it's going to kill amusement parks. It's going to kill a lot of stuff that has existed forever. How are you going to take your kid to the county fair when they can do the greatest uh, roller coaster ride in the entire world in their bedroom? Right, or just have them try to throw the ring onto the uh, pop bottle and then take money out of their piggy bank. <laughs> You don't have to drive across town. Right. Black out a couple of teeth. and <laughs> Exactly. Breathe on them. Give them the, yeah. full, give them the full experience. Yeah. Breathe them on with your hot corn liquor breath. Exactly. Well, what about uh, museums? Yeah, exactly. Another uh, one. A virtual Why museum. It went, as soon as they got the Louvre on a disc that I can put in my computer and I can walk all around the Louvre and look at the paintings, it'd be exa- as, as good as being there. I'm pretty sure it's pronounced Louvre. Whatever. Or even just full <laughs> classrooms of sixth graders. Hey, kids, put on your headsets. We're going to check out the Sistine Chapel. Right. right. They yeah, could never have done that there's before. N- there's no reason to be there. Petting zoos. Pe- petting zoos. Another good example, Michael. <laughs> what? <laughs> and then, of course, the porn is. Uh, the the, oh, the yeah. weirdos are going to really take oh, advantage boy. of the porn. Oh, well, that, yeah, that'd be awful. There's a good chance yeah. that bankrolls everything else. Yeah, probably. Yeah, yeah, no kidding. Yeah, between gambling and porn. That'll, uh, so, how about this? I mean, this is grim, obviously, but somebody could produce a hyper realistic. Uh, I'm not even sure what term to use. Manifestation, not video, just experience of what a Civil War battle was like. Can you imagine something like that? Do you remember the, the VR experience that we, we talked about? The, the reporter wrote this thing. I, I got emotional. I started crying. when they were, It was the recreation of the World War II flight, and they were being shot down, oh, and they had the, right. down to the, the instrumentation was the most accurate replica of these planes that have ever... Like, th- th- this is going to enable empathy in ways that had not been accessed before, just because now, as even... Even watch, looking at a movie or looking at a painting, there's still kind of a, a, a disconnect there right. from actually feeling it, experiencing it, even even if it is just in a virtual way. You know, that sort of thing could really, it probably won't, but it could de-glorify war. If you're in not in a uh, Call of Duty type, you know, shoot, 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 and, oh, you get hit five times, your energy level's down. You got to right. go uh, eat a health pill. No, <laughs> you're just, you have noise and, and, and violence all around you, and your head's whirling around, and you're trying to find cover, then all of a sudden everything goes black. Yeah. I mean, that might, you know, make a point to people. I don't. What are haunted houses going to be like when oh, you get virtual reality? Oh, Pants weddingly fantastic. <laughs> oh, heart attackingly good. Yeah, no kidding. God, you could come up with stuff that would just. Because your brain is, is I guess, tricked is the right word, it, but it's not really being tricked. It's experiencing what it's experiencing. Well, how about with one of Positive, positive Sean's, whatever you call them, suits with the. Uh, the haptic feedback the suit. The haptic yeah. feedback suit. So you're walking through the. Uh, the haunted house, and all of a sudden, a hand comes on your shoulder. <laughs> you, you'd poo yourself. Oh, boy. And, and and this will continue. This will have ripples throughout society in ways that we can't even fathom. Sure. One of my favorite examples is crime scenes. Right. So a detective shows up 
after a crime happens, they have the cameras, they they freeze frame that crime scene that now you can go back and walk through at any point during the trial right. without having a hair moved or right like these right. so you don't have to kind of put the photos next to each other and try to recreate it that way. Um, real estate listings, you'll never open houses. You won't have to do that anymore. You walk through it. Yeah, you just put on the goggles. You walk through. You see what this. You know that that this is yeah, going to have a warning. Lot of warning, you won't be able to smell the cat piss. All right, Judy and I almost yes. bought this house. Yes. We'd gone to it a couple, two, three times. We were like measuring for. Let's see, we could put this uh, the kids in here and blah blah. And we went back on a rainy day. It was already under contract. And the humidity on that rainy day brought out the smell of a thousand cat pisses. Oh, it was unbelievable. And we uh, we yanked it. We talked to a contractor. He said, no, you'd have to rip out everything. They didn't disclose that? Uh, that their cats whizzed all over the place? No, no. Uh, number one, this was, this was a number of years ago, but I mean, not like 50, but. Um, and you know, back in like the, the end of Scooby Doo, cat urine. And it, I would have gotten away with it too if it hadn't rained. Right. Yeah, it's just because of a humid day. So, and again, beware of the cat piss, folks. It's a little tip for you. I've always wondered why you couldn't have if you're wearing. I think we're eventually going to wear some sort of goggles pretty much all the time. We'll have. We'll drive with a map in front of us. And just It'll be more like the, uh, uh, an updated, better version of the Google Glass as yeah. opposed to kind of yeah. the horse blinder goggles that are associated yeah, and with your VR. Com- you're at work, your computer screen, you won't, well, you won't need to be in your office at your computer. It's in front of your eyes whenever and, and you want. please, it. when you run into somebody whose name you should remember, it'll be right. there on your glasses. Right. Oh, please. But oh, please. But I don't know why you, you got these things on. You sit in your house. Your house has got white walls and bare furniture <laughs> or whatever. But in your what you're seeing is this is a beautiful home right. with all these decorations and paintings and lighting because it's all made up. But it's wow, looks so you completely could be real. Like living in Kim and Kanye's house in your brain. <laughs> sure. You right? just never take off your glasses and remind yourself what a crap hole you live in. Exactly. <laughs> Armstrong and Getty. You're listening to the best of the Armstrong and Getty Show. Armstrong and Getty. This is the best of Armstrong and Getty. Climate change has come up so much in the last couple of days. I was starting to think, am I am I missing this story? I should be paying more attention to this. Sell your parka, buy a pair of shorts. And then I got back to my normal position of what would I do about it anyway? Sell your mittens, buy sunscreen. <laughs> mittens. It's easy. I just wondered if someday people would look back on this sort of thing and think, how they, they saw it coming, why didn't they do something about it? Yes, that will happen. The way I feel about the federal debt. Other people feel right. about climate change. Like, everybody is telling you this is going to happen, but you just let it happen anyway. Right, right. Melt down your snowshoes. Get yourself a nice broad-brimmed hat. Although, I'm although you could do something about the federal debt, I'm not certain it's realistically to do anything about climate change. Well, the federal debt is a American problem. Yeah. Climate change is obviously a global issue. Mm-hmm. And uh, China's going to build 1,000 coal plants today. Right. You know, or whatever the statistic is. Yeah. What are you going to do? Well, the, he- the headline in my household is that there's been plenty of buzz about all these plant based meats oh, nowadays. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, our fine friends over at Arby's. Oh, I just I saw this yesterday. This is great. They're now making meat-based plants. They've turned it on its head. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Meat-based plants. I love wow, it. So like a ham salad? No, I'm giving I'm you ham? the merit. That's right. It's a carrot made yeah. of meat. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's beautiful. I know. It's fantastic. Merits and other vegetables <laughs> that are planned to follow are the fast food chain's official response to the increasingly popular... Impossible burgers and all these these yeah. pea based proteins that are uh, the the fake meats, you know. Pea based? Uh, yeah, yeah, they're pea based proteins. Plant based. Yeah. Plant the, not the, like urine. based. No, correct. Right. Yeah, yes. P E A. Yeah, yeah. Right. Oh, oh, oh. Yes. 
Alaskan. It's oh. a homonym. Grow up. Or a homophone or a homosexual. I don't know. It's some one of those things. The merit is a turkey breast cut into the shape of a carrot, rolled in a carrot marinade and maple syrup powder. Oh, yes. Before being... But who is this for? Me. It's for me. Here's a question. Yes. To get me to eat vegetables, you have to take meat yeah. and shape it into a vegetable. Well, then you're no, not eating not... vegetables, you maroon. Yeah. <laughs> Here's the question. Does every well, fast food uh, franchise, not franchise, but company now employ a wise ass? Yes, and I would like to be that person. And, and they're either coming everybody. up with something like this or they're saying, all right, here's what we do. We get a whole, uh, let's see, a fried chicken leg. We dip it in chocolate. Then let's see, I don't know, inject the bacon into the middle of it. There you go. There's your latest stunt food. And we take our chocolate shakes, we deep fry them, we wrap them in bacon. Done for the day. And let's see, it's the Women's March. Uh, we're declaring ourselves Burger Queen for the weekend. All right, there you go. Then he goes home and <laughs> comes up with something the next week. Uh, uh, your Arby's, hey, uh, plant-based uh, meat is a big thing. Let's do meat-based based plants. Aha, ha ha it is, not, your keep. it is not yet available, but rest assured, when it does become available, I will be first in line, and I will report my findings back to you mm. on the merit and other vegetables. Mm. <laughs> vegetables. Oh, merit. A meat carrot. Uh, I got your meat carrot. Oh, oh, hilarious. Hilarious. oh Wow. Right. The uh, low watermark. Right. I always wondered when we'd hit it. Now I know. You're listening to the best of the Armstrong and Getty Show. Featuring our podcast, One More Thing. Get more info at armstrongandgetty.com. You're listening to the best of the Armstrong and Getty Show. Featuring our podcast, One More Thing. Get more info at armstrongandgetty.com. Right. By the way, speaking of things that are watched and viewed... What is it with my son? He's, he's just moving, but he just used up all the dad in the family plan again. And poor little D cop to it, my daughter. She said, no, it must have been me. Our Wi-Fi was out at work, and I had to blankety-blank. But no, you can you can actually find it out. And uh, unlike the Jeffrey Epstein murder, justice will be done. Um, uh, yeah, Declan used 46.3% of the family's data. <laughs> and we're over a few days early. And now we're getting choked. Now it's like 1992 internet all of a sudden with my, my cell data. Is he a gamer of sorts? Or is he just streaming videos? or I don't know. He knows better. Hmm. Well, Sean, we've talked about this over and over again. <laughs> don't stream stuff. Or do it on Wi-Fi. Boy, I, I signed up for the Unlimited, and I feel like I've been released from prison mm. now that I've got the Unlimited. Because now I just, I'm YouTube videos, videos all the time. I don't care. It's like streaming music for me now. I video, I stream videos all day long yeah. with the Unlimited. It's just so freeing for me. So it was Declan with 46.3%. Delaney, who I had previously convicted in a rush to judgment, <laughs> 32.7%. Me with 16.8%. Judy with 3.3%. And I believe that would be Caitlin, my eldest, with 0.8%. There you go. That seems impossible. Yeah, she's, I know. She Well, she's got an interesting life. but She's um, not streaming the data. No. Well, she's got Wi-Fi for one thing. It mm. doesn't leave the house much. But, right. um, yeah, clearly the boy is at fault. You know, he will feel the rough side of my text line. <laughs> I got videos going almost everywhere I drive. Really? Yeah. You stare at them and no. not to hit anything? It's usually not stuff I have to listen yeah. or look at. Right. Yeah. What sort of stuff you listen to? Music? 
Um, mostly people speaking about various things. Authors, politicians, whatever, that sort of stuff. Mm, I got no time for that. Because <laughs> you're busy filling the blank here. I like insect noises. The natural <laughs> Oh, <world>. yes. <laughs> Ambient sounds. Exactly. Right. Dolphins, right. whales. We were, my, my uh, kids and I, we were checking out my new soothing uh, app for, uh, for trying to get a little nap going yesterday, trying the different things like the rain. Oh, yeah. Great sound of the rain coming down. It's nice. Um, Very nice. But some of these... It's going to make me need to urinate, though. Car ride. I don't know if you can hear this one or not. Sounds like you're just yeah. riding in the car. That I mean, it makes me sleepy. Make me need to urinate. Makes me sleepy just thinking about it. I like playing the car ride sound when I'm driving. <laughs> Henry, you want this, though? You like oh, like this. yes. He really likes the Zen music. Is that the, like, Tibetan drums, they call it, or something? Something like that. You combine that with the car ride in the rain, and then it just oh, makes you yeah. want to lay your head down. Oh, you can sleep. do the super combo. Oh, yeah. It makes me so sleepy. I'm with your oh. son on this. That's that's my go-to. I, th- I think it's pan flutes yeah. is what that's referred yeah. to. Yeah. And there I there I am uh, listening to the whatever the hell that is, flutes or drums or whatever, in my Buddhist temple, I'm lying on a nice mat. It's raining outside. Oh, yeah. There's a fan blowing. My hair's a mess, so I turn on my hair dryer. No, 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 no. we don't have electronics in the Buddhist temple. Uh, Isn't your hair dry yet? Uh, It's raining outside. Off in the distance, the orcas are howling. Exactly, the orcas are howling for flesh, (laughs) demanding their voracious appetites for fresh, bloody flesh. A train goes by. You're trying to get to sleep. Wow, it's like it's in the studio. (laughs) (laughs) Or am I on the train in this scenario? I don't know. You're on a train as a Buddhist monk. I'm a brown noise guy myself. What's brown noise? It's like white noise, but uh, more low frequencies. But more uh, more inclusive. Right, exactly. Exactly. No white noise supremacy. It's it's, instead of shh, it's more shh. Hmm. Shh, shh, shh. No, 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 no. And then there's purple noise. Oh, please. Makes me want to commit a murder. Hmm. I don't know these things. Yeah, hang on a second. I'm a big white noise guy because I hear everything, man. I hear everything. A mouse farts in my backyard. I wake up. It's terrible. It's torture. <laughs> now, that's brown noise. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Right. Right. You proud of yourself? I am. right. Here's brown noise. And that's different from white noise how? Yeah, I'm like Jack. I know how to work the volume. Can you hear that all right? Is that coming out of that end of the phone? <laughs> he says, after claiming Prowse. Oh, but wait a minute. How, this... how's, that, how's that different than white noise? All right, here's brown. I'm going to go from brown. Well, I actually wait don't care the color of the noise, but is, is that somehow more That's or less beautiful. soothing? Or... That's a, it's a colorblind world for Jack. <laughs> a little virtue signal. It depends which one you prefer. All right, here's the brown. It's brown, flush it down. Here's purple, or pink, I'm sorry. Ah, that's harsh. That's that's terrible. That's That's harsh. harsh. Really bad. Here's blue noise. Worse. Oh, my God. Make it stop. I can't sleep with with that. Here's your your violet noise. What? They just keep getting thinner and thinner and more annoying. Do they have white? They do not have white. But we do have this. 
Yeah, give me that with Thanks. Jack's pan flute, and then somebody trying to get me to snatch a pebble from their hand. Oh, you know hey. This is the New York City sewer system. <laughs> supposed to be beach waves. <laughs> it's no, that was, so that was much more stuff. like river than yeah, really. beach waves. I was picturing trout. There's one called Heaven, but you have to buy it. I'm not going to pay the extra four ninety nine. Wow, that's like the Catholic Church, huh? In the Middle Ages. <laughs> I'm kind of interested in what Heaven in theory sounds like as a sound, though. Four ninety nine to get into Heaven is that the deal? That's uh, pretty much it. All right, here, I got to get to my least favorite one. Here you go. Hang on a second. Oh, Dennis, here's white noise. Why is that not in the same place? Root canal is your least favorite. Again, not nearly as soothing as the brown. Let's see, Amazon jungle. Crackling fire. Yeah, some of the some of the noises. Wow. Nah. What am I, an Amazonian? Yeah, I don't want birds that close to me, and I'm trying to nap. I assume this is all for you napping. Lie down, peck out your eye while you sleep. <laughs> this is all for napping or getting a baby to sleep. Yeah, you're not yeah. supposed to fall asleep with a, a bird of prey above your head. And crap on you at best. <laughs> Take huh? out an eye. Yeah. I'm down with you, mighty talons extended. Yeah, exactly. Plus, you got a boa constrictor. You're, I, I'm going to grab a nap on the floor of an Amazon rainforest? End up getting squashed by a, a boa or the sound of by a jaguar. The sound of vacuuming. When I was a little kid, if my mom was going to vacuum, oh, I would just curl up somewhere and just go to sleep. I just really? loved the sound of my mom vacuuming. Yeah, we used that to see, <laughs> soothe Kate, our oldest, who was just impossible to get to sleep. Wound up like a watch spring, like her old man, but doesn't use much Wi-Fi, or yeah. doesn't use much cell data, rather. I'll grant her that. A good kid. Proud of her. Proud of her. The boy I got to speak to. Boy. Armstrong and Getty. You're listening to the best of the Armstrong and Getty Show. Armstrong and Getty. This is the stuff. Armstrong and Getty. West Palm Beach, Florida is playing baby shark on a loop to drive the homeless people away. Wow. That would uh, drive me away. I'm about to leave. <laughs> While they're also using the other uh, children's hit, Raining Tacos, which is a favorite of ours. That, that drive people away. Now you got also. a party going. Yeah. Indeed. It'll be interesting to see if a judge decides it's some sort of cruel or unusual punishment. Yeah, no kidding. Harassment. You can't punish people for poverty. That's that's probably enough of that. Yeah, I'm going to hurt somebody. Um, but it's an interesting idea. Well, at least in Florida, they want to do something. Unlike various places I uh, am familiar with. It's raining tacos from out of the sky. Tacos. No need to ask why. Hmm. Which... Uh, if you think would be awesome, you're just haven't you just haven't thought it through. No, it's a horrifying prospect. Maybe the maybe that hour or day, it's okay, right? But like, I the, mean, just the novelty of it would probably distract you for the first couple hours, right? But then mm. you in the hot sun, like six inch deep taco yeah. meat. Oh, you've got meat rotting in the sun. You you've think, got the various condiments running through you, around you, the You think you've got a rat problem now? Oh, right. geez. Wait till you have taco meat and just everywhere, <laughs> and it's on your shoes, and you're coming uh, into work and tracking in the house. Uh, well, and it's a terrifying phenomenon too. I mean, how could this possibly be happening? You would question everything. Well, I hadn't even thought about that. And by this, you mean... It's raining tacos from out of the sky. Tacos. No need to ask why. I gotta ask why. 
Yeah, I'm. Uh, that's the first thing I'm asking. Open your mouth and close your eyes. Okay, so that part there. The, I think I've used that line. Open, Hello. <laughs> the open your mouth and close your eyes part. Okay, so now I've eaten a couple, two, three tacos. I'm full. Now I need some sort of umbrella that can keep the tacos from covering my face in hot taco grease. How slick I, would the streets be? As I That's walk to saying. my car and attempt to pilot at home in these slick streets, running my windshield wipers, which may or may not keep tacos off the windshield. <laughs> They're not designed for that. No, I'll tell you that. that. Oh. <laughs> yeah, are these hard shell tacos or soft shell tacos? I was picturing hard shell, but I suppose it could be. That would hurt coming down, you know? I believe the animated music video <laughs> depicts them as hard shell? No need to ask why. What kind of simpleton are you that you're not wondering what climatological conditions occurred? That swept up hamburger meat, browned it, mixed it with taco juice, put it in a shell with cheese and lettuce. Is that like the kids' version of "Don't look a gift horse in the mouth"? Like, <laughs> hey, it's raining tacos. We don't yeah. need to investigate. Come on, right. now. Come hey, on. Suddenly, all dogs are talking. Then no need to ask why. <laughs> How limitless is your lack of curiosity? Oh, my God. My dogs would go berserk. I might have to bring them inside because they'd eat until they, they died. Right. With tacos laying all over the yard. God, the flatulence. Oh, Imagine. Geez. And how long does it rain? Okay, so it rains and it's, uh, you know, there's tacos scattered about on the ground. Or it's six inches of tacos. Yeah. Or like, oh, now I'm up to my neck in tacos. A hundred-year taco flood. <laughs> may die. Right. Oh, so there's scattered taco oh. showers. Uh, mentioned this on the program that this is a major breakthrough for artificial intelligence playing poker. They, computers have been able to beat poker, pe- pe- beat human beings at poker for a while, but they can now bluff, which they say is a huge advancement they hadn't been able to do yet. Because computers obviously are great at cr- crunching numbers and figuring probabilities in a way that no human mind can. But bluffing? Like reading your body language or something and, and figuring out a way to fool you, to deceive you, that's a new level for artificial intelligence, which is quite frightening. Mm. So this is another step up above the, the AI plays chess, the AI plays go. Those are uh, essentially solved games, right? There's, there's always an ideal strategy, and you're operating with perfect information sure. at all times. The, what, what the, the, the variable that AI was having trouble with with poker is the imperfect information and the multiple people at a table. The p- computers have been able to beat poker players one-on-one pretty regularly for a decent amount of time. But now they're starting to do tables full of six and more, which is, increases the... And, and they're crushing professionals. Like These are people who have banked millions of dollars in professional poker wow. winnings getting just if, pants. If computers wow. can deceive us, though... Like figure out how sharp we are and 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 deceive us. We're in a, we're in for a world of hurt, I think. Yeah. Sure. Type in your password. No, no I wouldn't give your password to the Russians. I. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I'm just I'm picturing the computer. How does it, I'd like to know more about it. You know, I know enough about poker that for one thing, the, the the computer would have to make sure it didn't have a recognizable pattern of bluffing. You know, you'd have to make it somewhat randomized. Um, although, you know, if, if everybody folds, you don't have to show your hand, but I'm just curious how that worked. I mean, cause buffing is, you don't necessarily have to read anybody's body language. You just have to bet boldly when you have crap in your hand. Yeah. So, and it's figured out how to do that the right amount of times or, uh, it's, it's more. So a lot of poker theory has, has, uh, I'll try to, to simplify this. When you're playing against somebody, you are not trying to guess what, what hand specifically they have. You're trying to figure out what range of hands the way that they are playing is representing. Right. 
Um, and if if your range of hands is is a, a better range than their range, then you are in a favorable position so you can press your advantage. Mm-hmm. So I, I believe they're using that sort of thing as opposed to you know you know giving them the soul read and, and hey, well, he doesn't got it and then right. shoving it all in. They're more just kind of doing these mathematical equations yeah. based on the probability of range of hands that their opponents could have. <laughs> so I know that uh, who's the smartest guy in the world wrote the uh, the book about the the black hole? Stephen Hawking. Stephen yeah, Hawking. Hawking. I know Stephen Hawking. He tried to put the brakes on space exploration, saying, "Whoa, whoa, whoa, whoa! This is not smart." Beasts, oh, putting out the signal to extraterrestrials. Yeah, beasts yeah. do not raise their hand up to unknown possible predators and say, hey, I'm over here, are you friendly or a benefit to me in some way? That's just not the way beasts have survived. Right. So why are we doing that? Has anybody smart thought of putting the brakes on artificial intelligence? Like, whoa, 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 have we thought this through? Computers getting smarter than people, able to deceive us? Etc. Etc. Oh yeah, lots of people are talking about it. Well, uh, the people that have any sway, like Sam I know Harris, science fiction writers. Well, what and are you going to do? Like Sam Harris is one who, who's fairly regularly cautioning against the uh, the incoming tide of, of artificial intelligence. Really, uh, he's probably the most well known. I would like to check out one of those podcasts because that's just yeah. I, I really don't think people are. And there's, there's, I don't know what people are expecting to happen. That just, I guess, all the thoughts of I'll have a robot that folds my laundry. Yay! Not any of the <laughs> the ending humanity right. downsides. Greater productivity, higher profits. Right, yeah. robots that stack boxes at right. my company. Sure, yeah, I think Harris robots was the f- that stack bodies. I think Harris mm. was the first one I heard talk about the the <clears throat> Turing test, where a computer AI is indistinguishable from uh, an actual human response to things. When, when that happens, that's not the scary point. The scary point is when computers learn to flunk them on purpose. Uh, another note that I wanted to get on. Came across this, and I, I hadn't heard this. Uh, Game of Thrones, which got 30-some Emmy nominations. 32. Blew away the record. NYPD Blue had the record. And that was a good show, and I liked NYPD. But but then completely different level of everything. Yeah. I mean, NYPD Blue looked like a stage set of what you would craft a cop office to look like and, you know, the regular TV fair. Whereas Game of Thrones is just a completely, you know, like one of the greatest major motion pictures ever made. It's like a fantasy land. Anywho, getting ratings in the modern world is really difficult. I'm always asking, how many people watch that show? How many people watch that game? How many people watch the debates? You get some numbers the next day, but it's like three networks, and they don't have the internet, and they don't have DVR, and they don't have the internet, and they don't have people watching on their phone. They so they somebody finally got all the numbers for Game of Thrones. It averaged the last season of episodes. It averaged per episode almost forty six million people. Wow, that's an insane number. Even back in the day, that's an insane number. Yeah. Not back in the day, the 70s, when there were three shows on every night. But back in the day, like when, when American Idol was huge before uh, all this stuff was going on, uh, their finale would be 40 million people. And everybody saw that as an outlier of just ins- insane dominance. Most popular show in America. Game yeah. of Thrones on a, on a channel you have to pay to get. 46 million people per episode for the whole season. Oh. That's amazing. I don't know if that'll ever happen again. Too bad all those people showed up for the last season, eh, Sean, when the <laughs> scripts were so crappy? It's it's really lacking. Shame. Shame. And the, Shame. The internet in particular Shame. Shame. got quite outraged because they were yeah. nominated for a Best Writing Emmy. And the way that Emmys work, you're not being rewarded on the totality of the season. You submit individual episodes yeah, for each is, category. Which is right. weird. I think it's wrong. Yeah, I think um, it's wrong, too. But so they, they submitted specifically the last episode, the one that was hated by the most. And I think it's because that's the one where 
Benioff and Weiss got the actual writing credit for it, so they could be the ones to accept if they if they won. Right. But the the, the Twitter was quote unquote the internet was pointing out if you were going to do it, there were there were two others. Why'd you pick the worst episode of the season to try to honor the fit? Like it's just a blatant, right. just kind of. A career achievement yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah, interesting. I saw, so yeah, it's individual performances and episodes. So yes. like Saturday Night Live, they had a, the episode that was nominated is... Um, I think it was De Niro with Robert Mueller. That's what I was going to bring up. Freaking De Niro gets an Emmy for yeah. Robert Mueller. I'm, I'll never watch TV again. I mean, that's just, come on. Yeah. That was so going through the motions for Robert De Niro yeah. and for Saturday Night Live. Oh, my God. They did a lot of really funny stuff, and they always do, but that wasn't one of their brilliant moments. Oh, I hope he doesn't get an Emmy for that. I know it doesn't matter, but come on. I know why that is. Whoever's in charge of making the decisions, they just love the anti-Trump nature of it. Sure. And it's Robert De Niro. Ah. Well, I hate awards for art, period, so... Trust me, that award in particular, I will really, really despise. But I don't know if there will ever be a show again that gets 46 million people watching on a regular basis. Information. This is the best of Armstrong and Getty. Featuring our podcast, One More Thing. Available everywhere. Get more info at armstrongandgetty.com.